All right, welcome to another episode of the Life of Becoming You podcast. Let's get this. I am your host, Jonathan Gilardi, and as a lifestyle coach, I can tell you with absolute certainty The biggest mistake that people make in their life is they don't look at their life in a holistic way, right? Your business is succeeding, but your health is deteriorating. Your relationship's going well, but you can't spend time by yourself because you haven't found that self-development inner peace. So by looking at yourself in a holistic way, what you do is you balance your life. And by balancing your life, you create a foundation to elevate your life. So you get the most joy, the most fun. You raise your confidence. You stay in congruence of your mission. Those obstacles aren't obstacles anymore. They're just hurdles that you're jumping over. You deal with the fears and the doubts and the worries and you turn it into confidence and skill and productivity. By looking at your life in a holistic way, you build a deep connections to your life, to your purpose, and to your future. This is the way you transform into your most authentic self unapologetically. Let's get this, my friend. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Life of Becoming You. It is Fulfilling Friday, hopefully when you're listening to this. <laughs> so I'm um, really excited to get into today because I really feel that this episode is going to be something that a lot of you may push away. It may be something that a lot of you don't think is necessarily that important, yet could be one of the most fundamental things. And I think as, that we, as we grow in the society that's going right now, I think that this can be a fundamental place of feeling fulfilled, tapping into your spirituality, reducing stress, higher creativity, and more importantly, I think it's going to be great for your overwhelm, your constant mind chatter, and maybe the little bit of insanity you're going through with with all the information and and everybody pushing their agendas on you, and you got to do this, you got to do that, and you're working long hours, and you're just tired and you're beat and you just feel drained a lot. This, I think, is going to be one of the most fundamental things that you can do within your life. Yet, I also think it may be one of the things that you decide is not very important. So, if you know me and you know my story, then I hope that I've earned the trust and rapport with you by now if you listen into the life of becoming you that I truly want to recommend this as something that you absolutely try even if it's just a seven-day challenge that you do with yourself and I'm going to challenge you to do that a seven-day challenge to do this kind of specific meditation okay and it's not exactly a meditation but we're going to make it into one because I think it's going to be a little easier to tap into this gift while you're doing it within meditation. It's going to make it easier. It's going to make it quicker. It's going to be intentionalized. And it's going to really drastically change how peaceful you are within yourself, with others, and just having some freedom within your own mind. All right, so I hope you're excited. Let's get right into this. So what today is about is about sitting in a quiet space. Maybe you have a notebook with you. Maybe. But you need to find some quiet space within your everyday life. 
every single day you're going to need to find some time to be quiet. Why is it so different now? And what did I mean by the fact that the way the world is right now? So I talk about technology a lot, right? And I talk about technology a lot because simply our brains weren't programmed for the amount of screen use that we're having nowadays, which means we're running into more health problems. We're running into more and more stress in ourselves, right? We're also running into more overwhelm, more anchors pulling us towards things that we quote unquote have to do, and so much information being thrown in our face at all times. And I think this is vitally, 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 vitally important to, to address. So what, is, what do I mean by quiet time? What I mean by finding some space that's away from your phone, away from your friends, your family, your spouse, just you in a room. Hopefully there isn't like TV on in the other room, but I can tell you I live in New York. So there's stuff going on all the time. There's cars beeping. There's people yelling, right? So for me, meditation, I have a harder time. Like if my mindset is really running that day, which is a big, big signal, big flashes in my brain going off saying I need to meditate, right? Because it quiets the inner voice. It, it slows it down, right? It allows you to, to listen to your wisdom and intuition and also block out any of the egotistical thoughts that aren't going to do anything for yourself. Right, that we all have. It's natural. But what's not natural is living in that fight or flight naturally. Right? It's become natural, but it's not our natural state of being. And when you find this quiet time within yourself, it really starts to be the center of your entire day. And what I mean by finding the quiet time is that if you look at the study of really successful people, really successful leaders, they've all had big trouble with finding quiet time, yet... When they finally found the gift of quiet time, it seems to be the thing that's the most important to them. There was a story of, um, of a gentleman, one of my highest mentors named Brendan Burchard, and he would go into certain companies and work with you know, specific clients. And what was happening was he went and spoke to this guy uh, who's a CEO, and he you know, was overwhelmed. He has so much to do, et cetera. So this guy has so much stuff to do. There's no way in hell he can have any more time to himself. Yet Brendan Burchard says, look, you need to give yourself an hour. Right when you get in, you need to give yourself an hour or after a couple hours. Either way, you need to block out an hour of creative, quiet space. The guy was like, there's no way possible. He said, just try, right? Now, what I believe in is that we always signal what we can't do right when a new opportunity pops up, right? Taking up a hobby, taking up a new skill, taking up a new, you know, task. First thing you're thinking about is, I can't do that. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have this. I don't have that, right? Our mind tries to pull us away from jumping out of our comfort zone at any chance it can get. And it's all the same here, right? You're going to feel the same thing when I say, hey, make a half hour or 10 minutes only to some quiet time. You're going to think of all the reasons why you can't do it because that's the way we're wired right now. We're constantly thinking about how things are an inconvenience, how adding something to our plate is just adding something to our pile when really it's clearing the pile up. So this guy, Brendan Burchard, really pushed it, said, hey, I want you to do this for a seven-day challenge, right? Just give it seven days. Well, this guy ended up clearing out three more hours. He loved it so much. The CEO that was so busy and so overwhelmed, 
He ended up clearing three more hours. Now, he took it extreme, but he just loved the quiet space. And what he did was he sat with a notebook in some quiet space, a pen and paper, and just allowed himself to just sit with silence. I want you to do that with me right now. Wherever you are, as much as you can, I'm going to not talk for 20 seconds. And all I want you to do is enjoy the quiet time within your own body, between your ears. Okay? So let's do that together right now for 20 seconds. Ready? Three, two, one, go. All right, that was about 20 seconds. The reason I wanted to do that with you here is because when you try to do this kind of quiet space meditation, it's really important before you do it to take away all your goals with the meditation, all the things you want to manifest, the visualizations, all that stuff that you want to do with meditation that is good stuff. And I want you to completely make it into one simplistic goal to enjoy quiet time. That's why I wanted to ask you, just sit in quiet. But you see, quiet makes us go insane until you make the very specific intention to enjoy quiet time. It's peace. It's like being on a vacation, on a beach, listening to the waves by yourself when you live in a city and you're working hard all the time. Right? You're just good. It's so nice to get that away, to get that refresher, to not have people barking in your face all the time, phone ringing, social media blasting, beep, beep, zing, whatever. <laughs> right? You can get that feeling anytime you want. It's all accessible to you and it's all beneficial to you. Right? Reduce stress, keep your creativity, because here's the thing, you're living in peace, right? Three main benefits you're going to get from doing this. One, you're going to live in peace. You're going to start to enjoy and quiet the mind more and start to enjoy that peace. It's going to rejuvenate you. How does it rejuvenate you? Well, the, well, the next point is that it reduces your stress big time, right? You're breathing, so you're lighting up both sides of the brain. You're focusing in, you know, internally, and you're enjoying some quiet time. You're letting your brain just relax. You're pumping less stimuli in it all the time. You're pumping less cortisol, which means you're reducing stress. Right? Big stress reducer. You know, and the other thing that it does is actually sparks your creativity. And that's why the guy had a pen and paper. So they did this study of really legendary people. And all of them said they need quiet space. And a lot of them spend hours in quiet space. All they do is they put a notebook and they put a pen right in front of them. And what they do is they just sit in quiet space and enjoy quiet space. It's solitude. But it's not like solitary confinement. This is your choice. It's solitude. And what happens is they would eventually get tons of random flashes of ideas and creativity, right? Because you're lighting up the creative hemisphere of your brain. So you're tapping into it. And if you want to be a leader, if you want to make big strides in your life, you have to have a lot of creativity, right? Because creativity is not just used when you're coming up with something. It's used in everyday projects. Sparks intuitive ideas, genius, flow, getting into the flow state. If you ever heard of flow state, I'll definitely do a podcast on flow state for sure, right? So, it, so a lot of times they would have these flashes of ideas or flashes of images and they would write it down on a piece of paper. More importantly, they were doing something that was great for their health. They were doing something that was great for the creativity, 
for their job performance, for their energy, and much, much, much more. I can list on and on and on. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to go on a seven-day challenge where you spend at least 10 minutes in pure solitude with the very clear intention to not do anything else but deep breathe and enjoy quietness. Now, if you're like me in New York and you have people cursing at each other out the window all the time, no matter what nice neighborhood you're in, <laughs> apparently, because I've been in both, very, very run down, very hood neighborhoods, which I didn't know I was living in until, uh, well, get into that another episode. And then I've lived in very nice neighborhoods where it was safe, where you could walk out your door, where you do have, you know, people smiling at you when you walk by and, you know, not just crowds on the street staring you down every time you walk, right? Very different, but either way, you're in New York. <laughs> so you're going to have that. And this solitude really helps me even more because of that. Because here's the thing, you can wake up in the morning, you can do your meditation morning routine and all that good stuff, but if you get in a car and you go in bumper-to-bumper traffic, fucks up your day, man. Really does. Makes it very easy, unless you keep your peace. This is a great way to find peace, to find solitude, and live a life super fulfilling. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Really go on this seven-day challenge. Again, I know that... You know, the, these past two episodes have been about 10 to 15 minutes. But again, take this content. This content is only content. Knowledge is only knowledge. And so you put it into action and experience it. That's when the start happens, right? That's when the beauty happens. Everything else is all great. Knowledge is power. But there's no power without action. No momentum without action. No growing as much without action. Put this into play, guys. It's going to help you out. All right? So happy Fulfilling Friday, and I'll see you on the next episode of The Life of Becoming You. Take care. All right, my friends. I hope you absolutely loved that episode. And before you go, I have a gift to give you. But first, if you did love this episode, please give me a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps grow the community and support the business. I thank you for that. You can also take a snapshot on Instagram, send it out to your friends, and hashtag me at Jonathan Gilardi. I'll throw you up in my story, give you a shout out, my friend. I appreciate it. And the gift that I have for you is one of the best ways to elevate your life is to elevate your focus. By having more focus, you avoid distractions, you feel more connected, more inspired, and you get a lot more done with your day. And this book that I have on focus really changed the game for me. And I want to give you this book absolutely free. And that is the best part. Just go to www.successcoachjonathan.com forward slash podcast and you'll see a button to grab your free ebook. You can instantly download it absolutely free and start improving instantly. All right, my friends, I'll see you on the next episode of The Life of Becoming You. Take care.